Hello. Uh, greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Very Important Man. I'm your host, Bailey Alexander Hardwick. Welcome again to the podcast that doesn't really have any point. Uh, we're just sort of talking about shit that happened during the week and ideas about, uh, you know, mostly we're just trying to do this so we can quit working and just do, uh, just do stuff like this and get paid for it. Isn't that the, isn't that the whole plan? Isn't that the idea? Get out of the nine to five. Who's out there with a nine to five? Sucks, right? But also how nice is it to have money? Isn't that nice? I don't have a nine to five. I got a, uh, I got a, uh, I got a, I got a five to, uh, 11, which sounds okay, except for I'm not making enough money to justify doing that for, for very much longer. Anyway, enough about that. What are you guys doing? How are you? Good? I hope you're good. I hope you're well. I hope everything is, hope everything is happening for you. I hope all your dreams are coming true. hope all, all the plans, all the plots are coming together in, in perfect alignment for you. That's what I hope for you. For me, uh, I hope to be doing the same, although I know that that's not what's happening. I'm trying to be better about that. I just find, I've said this before, I just find myself like just wasting a bunch of time. And that's the big thing is just starting to do something productive is this, it's the only way to fight it. So you just like, I, like that's how I started running. The way I started running again, um, this was, well, actually the first, the first time I ran on my own, I didn't re- I never, I played sports my entire life. So I always ran, but I always did it for sports. The first time I ran, like on my own, was after the. It was my uh, my freshman year of college, and rugby season was over. It was the week rugby ended, and there wasn't any practice because there was no summer league or anything like that. At least not for a while. There was no summer workouts or anything for at least a couple months. And like it hit like three o'clock and that's when practice was. And I hit three o'clock and I just was like, I can't, I was sitting in my room, like probably playing like Nazi zombies or something. I was just like, I can't fucking do this. And I just started running. <laughs> like I was already prepared. Like I was wearing running clothes. I just let, I just got out the room and just started running. And that's how I started running. Like, so just that you have to fight that urge to sit and do nothing by doing something productive. And that's kind of how this started. Although I need to find a better place to do this because in order for me to do this podcast where I'm at, like this, the house needs to be empty. Um, people need to be quiet. And during the day, that's kind of hit or miss depending on who's here. Uh, but whatever. Um, I guess, uh, what, 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 what were my, I don't have my notes in front of me because they're on the phone. But what were the things? Uh... I guess a recap of the week would be nice. Or I don't even know the last time I posted one. It might be two weeks. Honestly, nothing is happening, dude. Honestly, if we're just being real, just more open mics, more bombs, <laughs> more uh, fucking sound guy shit. I've been running sound for multiple places, and multiple and people have been like coming up to me, being like, "Wow, I didn't know you run sound." everywhere so I, I just got asked i <laughs> i do not work for any of these people or these places just nobody wants to run sound because you then you have to stay <laughs> that's the only thing because then you've because like you so you run sound and then you bomb 
And then you got to stay. <laughs> Everybody else, you bomb. And then you just go, ooh. Ooh, and then you just fucking go home. <laughs> but if you run sound, you got to eat shit. And then you got to stay. Yeah, I've been running sound. I ran sound multiple times this week, and it was, it was cool. It's always a lot of pressure running sound. I hit a guy, I hit a guy with the Seinfeld at the comedy store. Oh man, I felt bad. <laughs> you know, some people love, some people love playing people off. Some people love like, oh, you're gonna fucking, you ran the light. I'm gonna fucking ruin your. I hate doing it. <laughs> you know, I hate watching people eat shit. And I got Seinfeld loaded up, and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, like. <laughs> Like, I'm about to launch a nuclear missile. Like, please, just don't make me do this. <laughs> Give me one. One laugh. Make somebody laugh. Please. <laughs> you know, like. But I had to hit a guy with a Seinfeld. And it was, it's a lot of pressure. You hit somebody with the Seinfeld. And you got to get a laugh. Like, people have to laugh if you hit somebody with the Seinfeld. Otherwise, you're just a dick. <laughs> just a fucking douchebag. Playing... Ridiculous. You don't want to do that. But I had to. Um, got up at the store. That's the other thing about doing sound is that you guaranteed, guaranteed you get up, which I'm, I'm all about. No, I'm not about like, you know, not getting up at open mic. It's one of the worst fucking things is sitting at an open mic for three and a half hours and not getting up and watching people, you know, just go up and you're just like, Ugh. Why you know you're just sitting there like please God, give me purpose <laughs> for the next three and a half hours for why I came here. I'll take the spots if I can get them. I really don't care, and I like listening to music anyway. I, I, I'll run sound forever. I don't really care. Uh, what else has been? Not nothing much has been happening. Forgot that like I had a weird set, at the comedy store. I just like I did a bit. That works, and it worked, and then I had more. I didn't know I was. I had no idea. One, Bruce gave me. I think Bruce gave me four, and I had no idea I was doing that many, <laughs> doing that much time. So I got to the end of a bit, and I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I got to do another one." <laughs> and then I started one that I haven't done in a while, and I fucking got halfway through, and I was like, "Wait, where the fuck does this go?" And I just didn't know what the fuck I was saying for like a good fifteen seconds. But then I recovered, and it ended up being good. But it was just not. It ends, the, the fucking Kanye bit ends better if I finish it. <laughs> but I got to like the middle point, which is still funny, but it's just, there's so much more that's funnier about it. I started, I wanted to work on that last night and I didn't get up either. God, it's so funny to me. The whole thing, just through the, I, the whole thing started with, the whole thing started with the, with the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson documentaries when those things came out. And people were like, how are you supporting them? Meanwhile, I just was always like, well, I stole all this music, so this is support now? <laughs> like, that's how the whole thing started. You know? All those, like, you know, before... Remember before... Uh, remember when DVDs were a thing? And they had those piracy commercials? That, like, making <laughs> making buying fake DVDs looking like you're buying hard drugs? <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck is this? Just piracy is, is illegal. You're stealing from the artist. It's not support. Right? That was back in 2001 or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, you listen to R. Kelly. You stole that. You're supporting. It's like, well, fucking be consistent. Okay? 
That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so that's the that's the bit. <laughs> it's not. There's more. I don't. I don't think uh, the podcast is the place to do full uh, bits. <laughs> but that is the idea. That's that's that was the idea, and then I go into this whole thing about like Kanye, and about how like the reason why R. Kelly got away with it or Michael Jackson got away with it is because the music is so good. People don't care. You know, people don't care if the guy making the music is an asshole. If the music is great. And then I talk about Kanye, about how Kanye's music is really good. He's a douche. People hate him, but the music is undeniably good. And then I talk about the whole thing. Fucking Kanye. Speaking of Kanye, the new album, trash. Oh, my God. I listened to it. It's so bad. Kanye might have jumped the shark here, dude. I'm a big Kanye fan. I'm a Kanye fan. I'm a Kanye fan, and I liked the idea, like the Sunday service shit. Like, it, like I've been watching like live videos of it. It's fucking beautiful. The, 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 the vocals are incredible. Even some of the visuals are fucking incredible. It's just really, it's a really, really cool idea that the album didn't execute. It just was like, I don't know. It just wasn't very good. I wanted, it, like, I liked the idea of it. It would have been better. You know what would have been better? Is somebody, um, if he just did, like somebody on Reddit, on Hip Hop Heads, I think, um, got a fairly high quality live uh, Sunday service. It's like two and a half hours long or something like that. And he should have just did that. should just put that out. Just just put it, just do a, do a bunch of Sunday service and, and record all of them and then just make put out a Sunday service, like, that would have been better than what the fuck we got, you know, but this thing was, was not very good, left a lot to be desired, and I'm a big Kanye fan, not necessarily a gospel fan, but I like music in general, like, I like, you can't deny gospel influence in hip-hop and rap anyway, so, it's not like it doesn't have any purpose, it's like, this could have been a really cool idea, that just it just wasn't executed properly, in my opinion. You know, so I just been listening to College Dropout again. <laughs> Still fucking great. College Dropout, one of the heart, one of the greatest openings, one of the greatest openings in all of rap. We don't care what people say. Such a good song. Um. So the Kanye album dropped. I think that dropped before the last uh, the last podcast I put out. Not a whole lot has been going on. You know. Going, going, just going deep on YouTube rabbit holes. I might have to fucking block YouTube so that I can be more productive. I just waste so much goddamn time. Or maybe I have to start making videos about the shit I'm watching on you. That's honestly, that's probably what I should do. I go down rabbit holes, dude. I go deep down YouTube rabbit holes. Oh, you know what fucking happened? You know what did actually happen in related to YouTube or rabbit hole? I went down. I went down this rabbit hole a long time ago. Four years, anybody, this is, this is going to, all right, anybody who knows, remember that girl, Asina O'Neill, the girl who famously quit social media at the height of her internet fame or whatever? She's fucking back, dude. She's back on the internet. And holy shit, do I remember why I dislike this girl. <laughs> I completely forgot about her. And I watched this, um, this interview she did with somebody who clearly is like a fan of hers 
right? Or who at least was, I don't know if she is now. But the video is just, this, it's a very, it's a very, um, I don't know, it's a friendly interview uh, with her. And I just remember how much I disliked her from the beginning. And all the reasons why I dislike her for, disliked her four years ago are still relevant right the fuck now. You know, kind of a deep cut. Do I have to explain Asina O'Neill? Uh, how do I, I guess, how do I do it? Well, she's just, Asina O'Neill is a typical, you know, social media influencer uh, girl, right? She's probably like 20 years old or something like that. Um, she's from Australia. She's white. Uh, you know, just, she's just a pretty, just a pretty white girl who, who use, who, who at least used to use her, um, you know, her looks and her, her personality, use her, use her looks to sell products or whatever on Instagram and shit. Just typical, normal Instagram shit. And she had a fucking mental breakdown at some point and was like, social media isn't real life. This isn't real life. Everybody is just so toxic and focused on looks when really it's all about who you are as a person. And she just fucking lost her mind and famously like made this video crying about how hard it was to be a social media influencer and about how it's all fake. And then she just sort of flipped the script on what like she wanted to do. Like she stopped trying to like sell shit using her body or whatever and then started like being more body positive and deleted her Instagram and said all this shit was toxic and threw it all out. Um, and she quit and she started this website. Um, I forget the name of the website, but she started this website and... She was like, well, I need uh, donations to help, um, you know, finance future content for this website that's going to be based on all of this stuff that I've realized about how, um, how about how fake our media or media, our online presences are and like how toxic it is to be so focused on looks and stuff like that. And she, you know, started, she like asked people for money for this website that she was going to make. And, you know, lo and behold, she deletes the fucking website, keeps all the money, and just disappears from the internet for four years. <laughs> that was her exit from social and from the internet. I need money to fund a website to talk about why we all need to quit social media and why everybody's beautiful on the inside. I need to, I need to, sub, I need to finance this content that I'm going to put out for you guys. And then she just deleted it and left. <laughs> And that was my that was my big thing that I wondered, you know, about her when I saw the interview. I was like, are they going to talk about the money? Are they going to talk about the fact that this bitch stole a bunch of money from people? And they kind of did, right? But it was not a productive conversation. You watch the video with her and you listen to how she talks. She's clearly not hasn't. It's been four years. You would think that somebody been like working on. Like some, she had, a, she really had a mental breakdown. You would think that somebody who had a mental breakdown at that level would um, have worked some shit out about it. From what I could get, from what I could tell, she uh, has not figured out. She has clearly not worked out all the fucking kinks in the issue. She's still got some issues to fucking work out because they. She got asked about the money, and she was talking around everything, talking in circles, not answering questions. Super emotional, like you could tell, she's super like emotional. 
she's getting asked very logical, reasonable questions and like not and like just straight up not answering them. So the girl will be like, so, you know, you started this website, you said it was for content, for future content um, that you needed financing for and people gave you the money. Uh, what happened? <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, I just sort of felt that like social media was was toxic for me and then blah, blah, blah. And she just never answered the question. And she got pushed a little bit. And she, you know, basically asked her again and stressed, like, this is actually, like, an important thing. People kind of want to know, like, what like what happened. And then she then admits, like, it was, like, you know, 10 grand is what she got. And she ended up not, obviously, like, not using it for content on the website. And she did it for, she used it for other stuff. She donated half of it to charity. And then she um, used some of it to go and volunteer in Cambodia and stuff like that. And I heard all this shit and it just made me so fucking mad. I just remember being so mad hearing it. Just like how, like how insane are you that you think that this is okay? It's just so crazy. And this is a lot and this is how I don't know. Is it discrimination is discrimination the word? I don't really know if discrimination is the word. But this is but this is so classically how people who are assholes who don't think that they're assholes um, actually are, in fact, assholes. It's like, so you don't think that you're an asshole because you ask for a bunch of money to do one thing and then you use the money to do what you think is good, right? Like you donated it to charity and you volunteered and you did all this and you, you know, chose to use the money to help people. But, right, the thing about that is, is like, that's not what you said you were going to do with the money. That's not okay. You can't just do that. And she never apologizes and she doesn't see like why that's wrong. And, like she sort of like goes, well, I didn't mean to like make it seem like I was stealing from people. It's like, well, it doesn't matter what you meant. Like that's what you did. You know, like that's the thing that's that bug. I just, it made me so mad. Like imagine being that entitled. How entitled are you that, you know, you, you, you start a website, you say, I need money to fund the website. You cancel the website and then you use the money to do to pursue your interests. Even if your interests are helping people, it's still your interests. You think everybody, you think she would have got $10,000 if she said, I want to go to Cambodia and volunteer. You think 10, you think 10,000 people would give her a dollar for that? Probably not. She might get some money, but you think that she's going to get $10,000 to like, I want to, you think everybody that gave her money just has the same, you know, the same exact political views or whatever, and that, you know, if they had it their way, they would just give the same money to the same charity as she, probably not. So it's actually a very douchey thing. But I completely forgot about this girl. I completely forgot about her and like why I disliked her so much. But that was, but that's, at the heart of it, that's the reason why that I really didn't like her was because of this, you know, it's your own self-interest um, wrapped up in like the idea of helping people. It's like, so she's, I'm a good person because I volunteer, but I need you to give me money so that I can volunteer. It's like, well, uh, you could just like volunteer. I don't know. Like what, what about that? Like, why do you need my money and why do you need to lie about it? Very interesting. Anybody interested in Asina O'Neill, maybe I'll link that video. She's a that's, that's a that's an interesting channel to go through. Um, it's an interesting channel. 
Uh, I forgot her name. I might link it. I've watched a couple of her videos too. She's got a she's got a cool format that I think I, that I like. She's very 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 organized. The channel that did the Aceto O'Neill interview. She's got multiple channels, and they all do different. She's got a vlog channel. She's got a main channel, and she's got like a, a uh, I don't know, like another. Like a, she's got a podcast channel. Is what it is. Cool. Very cool. Very cool shit. Which uh. You know, she but she's been on she's been on YouTube forever. So crazy. I should have did this YouTube thing such a long time ago. Now look at me. I'm fucking 30. Now look at me. I'm 45. I got three kids. No. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just do. I do kind of wish I just started sooner. Um, anyway. Crazy. Crazy to think that you could just do that. Just take people's money. What if I did that for this? Hey guys, like for the next uh, episode of Very Important Man, I'm going to need a little bit of help. I'm going to need you guys to send me, I started a Patreon, please support me uh, for the next uh, 10 videos. I need a little bit of financing to give you guys the best content that I can possibly give you. The goal is to get $15,000. <laughs> you know, well, that was the other thing. She's like, she admitted to using the money to like do stuff like pay rent. Right? She's like, I needed to pay rent. It's like, bitch, you didn't need to, you didn't think to get a fucking job. And that's what she's been doing for the last four years. For last, she, so she asked her, so what have you been doing for four years or whatever? She's like, oh, you know, I've just been working a lot of crappy jobs and just sort of like not having, like having a rough go of it. It's basically what she said. So she's like, okay, so why do you want to come back to social media? And she's like, oh, well, the money. <laughs> How fucking crazy are you to like, Fully admit to extorting your fans and then like claiming to be this I'm above uh, the, you know, the more, what's the word? The more like surface level social media influencer stuff. And I, I see that I want to be like real. And then you get asked, well, I just want money. <laughs> I just want, I just, I'm tired of working a nine to five. It's like, okay. Okay, good Good luck. It's going to work. That's the thing. It's like there's so many people that would support this girl. It's going to, it's totally going to work. YouTube's new guidelines are crazy. You know, they just deleted a bunch of channels. They've been, I don't even know what's going on. Who knows how long this is going to last? I might fuck around and say some stupid shit and then get banned from YouTube. Probably not, because who? Nobody's. Are you guys listening to this really, or am I just like talking to myself every every two weeks? Who knows? The dude. Uh, yeah, they, they, the YouTube's new guidelines are. I read them. They look crazy. It's just. It looks like. It looks. It's one of those things. It's so vague. The language is so vague that it appears that they can. Um. They can get rid of your, they can completely block you out. They can block out your channel. They can completely destroy your channel and cancel, cancel everything that you've created J just for whatever reason, just whatever reason they feel like. If they feel like it, they can. And oh boy, you know, it's one of those things. If you get involved, you know, don't get too involved, you know, 
people that just do YouTube and it's like, this is my livelihood. It's like, well, that's kind of dumb. It's a little bit dumb for you to be like, you know, I just, I just do YouTube. It's my only source of income. It's like, well, how, how there's so many other ways. Like if you have a million followers on YouTube, that means you should have like 50,000 on Instagram and you should have a couple um, why don't you have some kind of email list or some kind of blog or website to cha- to channel traffic into to run ads on? There's so many things you should be doing if you have a big platform on one social media site. Like you should be able to siphon some of that success into other avenues of revenue that if you're not doing it, you're just kind of dumb. So anybody who like, I lost my channel, I lost everything. It's like, well, that's kind of your fault. You know? Kind of your fucking fault. Speaking of... Uh, vague (laughs) look at that making segues speaking of vague uh contracts and agreements (laughs) oh boy the uh the girls do porn guys are uh on the run crazy crazy you want to talk about a fucked up contract you shouldn't sign it's probably one of those (laughs) those things are vague the girl, if anybody who doesn't know Girls Do Porn, uh, just Google it. Google Girls Do Porn uh, uh, Founders Prison or Lawsuit or something. Basically what that story is, is there are these dudes who, it's these guys that run a porn website called, called Girls Do Porn that um, they're under, well not under fire, they're being hunted by the FBI at this point for... Um, for lying to girls about uh, about porn shoots, basically. So these so these dudes would make a Craigslist ad or some kind of ad for like a modeling gig, and they get you know thousands of submissions. They would say like, "This is a modeling gig. We'll give you a, a shitload of money," and they get you know thousands of submissions from girls, you know, who want to do the gig because they need the money. And then you know they tra- they uh what's the word they uh. They go back and forth through email or messaging or whatever and tell them, okay, this is actually porn. And then that filters out a bunch of people. And then they say, okay, well, like, what is the, what's the deal? And then they would just, like, catfish girls into doing porn. And then just, I think, I think the thing was they just weren't paying them. They weren't paying them. And then they were lying about where the porn would end up. So this is, this is actually what's funny about it. Is they uh, were telling girls, yeah, this is. <laughs> it's so hard not. To. This is fucked up. It's fucked up, but it's it's so like. At what like how dumb do you have to be? Like you, it's at a certain point, you have to just kind of like. At what point do you just take responsibility and just take an L? You know what I mean? Like, here's what's funny about it. So, this is how they this is how they did it. They made a Craigslist ad. They said, okay, this is a modeling gig. We're gonna pay you. $20,000. And then a bunch of people were like, oh, wow, I want $20,000. And then they correspond and they say, okay, actually, this is porn. <laughs> and then they go, okay, but is it still $20,000? And they're like, uh, yeah, it's $20,000. And then they, you know, talk to them some more. And they're like, okay, so where does this porn end up is what they inevitably end up asking. And then they go, oh, well, the porn is, you know, we're going to film it. And it's just going to go to like a guy in Australia. <laughs> And every girl that did it was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, that sounds great. It's just a guy. He's not going to put it on the internet, is he? And they're like, no. (laughs) No way. (laughs) 
so fucked up. But how stupid do you have to be to sign up to do a porn that they're filming and then for them to be like, oh, it's just going to go to this dude in Uzbekistan. He doesn't, they don't have the internet there. <laughs> what the fuck are you, what is wrong with you? Why would you believe them? They lied about this being a modeling shoot. Why would you believe anything they said? <laughs> it's so crazy. You lied to me. It's like, yeah, we lied from the beginning. I, it's, it, the whole thing is fucked up, but it is a little bit funny. It is just a little tiny bit funny. Just a little tiny bit. It's just, what's funny is the, is the lie. It's like, so they lied in the beginning and then you fully expected them to tell you the truth later? That doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> they lied. They're liars. It's porn. Why would it not be on the internet? It makes no fucking sense. It's fucked up. Clearly. But I have a hard time. I have a hard time giving a fuck about it, if I'm being honest about it. I have a hard time caring. Because... I don't because uh, one because how stupid do you have to be to do a porn and then trust that they're not gonna put it on the internet after they lied to you about the fact that it was a porn kind of don't have like come on use your brain use what brain what little what, what brain cells you got please use them and you could have avoided that number one and then the other thing is like so like how crazy is it to feel like okay so you want twenty thousand dollars to have sex on camera right and then because after having sex on camera you want to just go back to your life and pretend like you never had sex on camera or whatever i understand like i feel as if let me see what, what do i want to say about this it's it's just like everything else dude like actions have consequences say i make this video and um i get a i get an email from youtube that's like hey your your content has been flagged for whatever purposes or whatever and then they delete the video that's on me that's my fault you know like i, I just, it's just like why why do you feel so entitled to to twenty thousand dollars to have sex on camera and then like don't want to like own up to the fact that you had sex. Like it's like you just you did. I don't know why. Like just you did. What I disagree with is like getting their fucking personal. Like that's the thing that I think really uh, put it over the edge was the fact that they were putting their personal information and shit out. Like girls' real names and real. I don't think their addresses or anything, but like the the cities that they were from. Like it, it, it became very easy to find some of these girls that did this shit. And like. That that is fucked up, I think. But the fact that you did porn and you made a bunch of money, it's like so you want to be able to make porn you want to be able to do porn and make a shitload of money, but then you don't want to face any of the ramifications of having done porn or whatever. I mean, good luck with that. Good luck trying to 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 do that. But uh you know, if you if you're a girl and you did girls do porn and you work at a child a child's daycare center. And the fact that you did porn uh, fucks up your job opportunities. Maybe you shouldn't have did the porn. Just, just, uh, just, just not, just my opinion on it.
Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you should be allowed to do porn. Maybe you should be allowed to do porn and be a day, be a chi- work at a child's daycare center. You know, maybe you should do porn and be a high school, be a high school uh, math teacher. So, who knows? What do I know? What do I know about anything? Ultimately, that's the reason why this podcast is called Very Important Man because uh, I'm not very important at all. I'm actually an idiot who knows nothing <coughs> about anything. I'm so dumb, I can't even post a podcast consistently. (laughs) Yeah, those guys are are on the run. Good luck, dude. (laughs) To all those fucking dudes. Real grimy shit. Real grimy shit not paying people to... To do the porn you asked them to pay. To, to, yes, you, you got them to do. But then they signed the contracts. I felt pressured to sign the contract. I was in San Diego alone. Not all of them were alone. I saw one. I saw girls do porn. The mom was there. What? Not acting. 100% real. Girl's real mom was there. What the fuck was that? Crazy. Um. So those are, I think those are the was that the only those are the only topics? Asina O'Neill, girls do porn. My week that has been uh, virtually the same and uninteresting. Not a whole lot is going on. It's uh it's it's what time is it? It's two. It's fall, huh? Finally fucking cooling off. Get to wear jackets again. I fucking love jackets. I love jackets. Speaking of which, I got a new jacket at uh, um, the Rose Bowl Fleet. The Rose Bowl Fleet has turned into a uh, circus sideshow. It is insane how many people go to the Rose Bowl Fleet. It is crazy. The prices for things. $300 t-shirts, $250,000 jackets and sweatshirts. For me to find the thing that I found, uh, I was very proud of myself. I found a cool... Well, first off, I had a ja- When I was in college, I had a jacket. I had a red... Um, I had a red... This was real. I had a red, real Harrington jacket, like the, um, like the jacket in Rebel Without a Cause. I got it for Christmas a while ago, a couple... Maybe a year or two before... Uh, it got stolen. It was one of those things. I think it either got stolen. I was so drunk for four years in college. It could have been anything. I could have fucking lost it. Or I think it, I think it got stolen. I think we had a party and a kid stole the shit. For a while, there was this kid at my school who was a kleptomaniac who was going to people's parties and stealing shit. Uh, real fucking douche. Nobody... People just, you know, one of those kids, one of those kids that people just sort of tolerated, you know, but that was, that was who it was, he stole some shit, from, I think he, I think he stole it, when I was so fucking drunk for four and a half years, I could have lost it, <clears throat> but I loved the jacket, I used to wear it, all the time. I wore it all the time, I wore it when I studied abroad, when I went to fucking France, it was one of my favorite things to wear, and lost it, and haven't had one since, and I finally went to the Royal Fleet, and I found... A very similar jacket. It's not the same exact jacket, but it's very nice. 
It's in good condition. It fit perfectly. I found it like I was just walking around. I saw it out the corner of my eye, went and tried it on. I was like, okay, I'm at the Rose Bowl Flea. This is going to be a $100 jacket. Pointed at it, asked the guys at the fucking, uh, under the tent, like, hey, how much is this jacket that I got on right now? They're like, uh, $20. I was like, yes. Take my money. And then they did. And then I met a dude, uh, met a dude who, uh, booked me on a comedy show in San Diego. The show, well, I guess, you know, this is the purpose of this. I could fucking plug shows. But the show isn't announced yet. It's San Diego, It's a show in San Diego, um, that apparently I'm booked on. We just I just started. We just started talking and we talked for a little bit. It seemed like a cool guy. He thought I was a cool guy. Linked up on Instagram. He hit up a guy down there who runs a show, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, we'll book you for the next one." And I was like, "Hey, I'm fucking out of here doing shows in San Diego. Let's do it." Talked to my friend Mikey who does. Been doing who's been doing shows everywhere recently. Been doing a couple San Diego shows. I was like, Mikey, is this a real show? He looked at the at the venue, looked at the uh, the uh, the uh, the flyer, and was like, Yeah, these are real comics that I've done shows with down there. This is a real thing. And I was like, Okay, cool. Unseen has no idea has no idea how long. I told him how long I've been doing stand up. So he's like, Okay, so you're probably not horrific at it. You're probably not horrific, so let's get you on. Nice guy. Nice guy, Ryan. I forgot his last name. Ryan runs a Ryan runs a, a vintage, a vintage, uh, vintage shop. I think out of San Diego as well, but comes up for the Rose Bowl Flea every month because it's huge and you can sell a bunch of shit. Nice guy. I guess I'll, I guess I'll have more info on that when I get more, but it looks like I'm gonna be down there at some point uh, in the next few months. Other places you can see me, you can catch me at a, uh, at, at a, any open mic. <laughs> any open mic with a parking lot at it, I will be there. <laughs> you can catch me at a, a Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank tonight, bombing. Also, not getting up because there will probably be a bunch of people. I've been getting up there recently. Just having bad luck. And Flappers has been particularly depressing recently. I don't know why. Particularly depressing. Just want to get good, dude. Everybody shits on Flappers. You just want to be good enough to not go there. <laughs> Unless they're paying you money. That's the idea. Um... Meanwhile, what's been going on? What else has been going on with my family? Mom and dad are busy. Mom is working. Feels like mom is working more. And she might have picked up a couple new clients. And Pops is out here trying to sell a fucking movie. He was on the he was on the phone all morning with a some person. Some movie person talking about, hey, so is the financing available for the... I have no idea what the fuck's going on. All I know is I'm going to try to use this... Uh, whatever whatever the fuck he's doing, I'm going to try to use it to get a job. 
And people are like, well, you didn't deserve the fuck. You know what's crazy is the college admissions thing is really just sort of let everybody know that none of this is fair. None of this is fair. And if you want to work anywhere or do anything like to get into a place, you should just be doing it. Whatever it takes to get the fucking... So if I got to use like the fact that my dad is a writer director to get in to do... To, to do any sort of fucking film work, why the fuck would I not do that? There's no nobility in like, you know, I was working at a fucking restaurant and then I met a producer who liked me because he thought I was funny and then he gave me a job sweeping floors at the production studio and now I'm an executive at the... That doesn't fucking happen. That's not real. It's not fucking real. The reality is connections and friendships and relationships that you can use as leverage. And if you got anything, that's where you start. It's exactly what the fuck you do. I was at an open mic last night, and this girl um, got on stage and was complaining about her job in the entertainment industry. And I was just sitting there in the back with three other people, and we were all just looking at each other like, we, I would do anything. Oh, you, wanna, you, you don't like your job because they make you copy stuff sometimes? I will trade, I'll trade jobs with you right now. You talk to your boss, I'll talk to mine, I'll tell you, I, you tell them you want to quit and you have a replacement, I'll do the same at mine and we could switch. Huh? It's Christmas. It's fucking the holidays. It's going to be horrific. Oh, fucking phone's ringing. Um, that's probably the end of this. Uh, this is the end of this episode because... Uh, I have to take shit, and um, it's going to be a while, so I'm going to have to turn the camera off. (laughs) Um, As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I'm always so overwhelmed by the positivity and and positive influence that people have on, uh, on me when they say, hey, I listen to your podcast. It's good. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You think that this is good. What is good to you? Anyway, um, yeah, thank you so much. Catch you, catch you later. Hope everything is well with you. Whatever you do, wash your hands.